You're listening to the Going Offsides podcast. Your home for lacrosse news, stories, and everything in between. All right, so we're back here again, and what an interesting weekend we had, John. Another great one as usual. We finally get to see SCAD play, so let's start there. SCAD beat Weber 10-9, to which I've talked about this multiple times to you personally. I don't really count the first game of the season for any team this year just because it's been so wild, and SCAD is no different. But it does look like after they beat Weber by one, they went on to beat point by 22, and we started to see a SCAD that looked more like the, the bees that we expected to see this year. Yeah, definitely. And I think with SCAD, especially, it's a very interesting case. I mean, from what I've heard from rumors that they may have been practicing for less than about a week now. So very raw product. And if you look similarly at their women's side, their women had a similar game. So that would kind of go hand in hand where I don't think they've been practicing very long. Yeah. As you said, they kind of went off in game two. Yeah, you work some kinks out in game one and then full throttle game two. Uh, we do see that they're going to be playing St. Andrews this week, followed by a game against Montreat. So two more games for them to show us that they deserve to be in the top 10. And I think, you know, if they if they win both these games that are coming up, then, you know, they'll firmly be inside that top 10, kind of where they were preseason before they just had the delayed start. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Then we go to Madonna, who is ranked number seven against number 10, Ottawa. And despite being down, uh, I think, what wasn't Madonna down at the half or at the end? Yeah, of the they were down. I think they were down two at half. And then they came yeah, back they to win 12-10. Yeah, that was one where neither team could really get a very decisive lead. It was kind of back and forth. Ottawa actually led for most of the game. It was about a two-goal game for the majority um, final 35 seconds of the third quarter, Madonna got two quick ones to tie it. And then Madonna scored the first three headed into the fourth as well. So that really put it away. Both teams had 33 turnovers though. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Let's hope that that's just an error on the statisticians part, because that doesn't seem like 66 <laughs> turnovers is a lot. So I'm just going to assume that there's an error there. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Level Across. Are you ready to take your game to the next level? Level Across has innovative products at an unbeatable price. From their aviator travel stick that fits in a backpack to their Apex rebounder that comes with its own carrying case. Need something more traditional? Their Altitude Complete Stick provides an aerospace aluminum alloy stick, a pre-strung head, and a lifetime warranty for only $49.99. And for every item purchased, Level donates sticks, equipment, and daily essentials to programs in need all over the U.S. and overseas. Order yours today at levellax.com, spelled L-V-L-lax.com, and use code G-O-S for 10% off your order. All right, moving on to uh, some more whack action. We have Indiana Tech against Lawrence Tech. And we're still trying to figure out what to make of this Lawrence Tech team. They lose that game 16 to 5, a game that everyone was hoping would be closer, but it turns out Indiana Tech just might be that good. So let's hope that uh, we see Lawrence Tech kind of bounce back from these first two games. They played the number one and number two teams in the country to start their season. Not ideal. And uh, we'll see where this goes. 
Yeah, definitely not an ideal situation. Um, they're kind of just struggling in all aspects right now. Um, hopefully they can get better at it over the course of the season. The main thing I'll notice is they're having troubles on clears and just preventing turnovers. They're just getting a little bit sloppy, especially under pressure from Indiana Tech. As we know, that's a very high-pressure defense. Absolutely. Then we move on to some KCAC action as Columbia College, who's currently ranked third in the polls, beats St. Ambrose 12-8, to kind of cementing their, their place as the number one in the KCAC. But I think what this shows is that St. Ambrose is – just a few plays behind them. You know, it's not, it's not a huge lead there or, or a huge gap between those two teams in the KCAC. Yeah, that was another one that was very competitive throughout. I think the main thing that hurt Ambrose was the penalties at kind of inopportune times. Um, one thing that was interesting is there was some debate on Twitter whether or not two of the goals should have happened right at the end of the third period. Uh, third quarter, my apologies. But um CC went down on a fast break. Ambrose pushed the guy into the crease. He scored a goal, but under the new goal rules for uh, crease, it should have been disallowed and he should have gotten the ball and a penalty. But instead, they counted the goal and then gave them possession as well. Interesting. I did not catch that, but uh, hopefully they get that figured out soon because, I mean, yeah, we can't be having that happening in big games like that. All right, back to the whack. We've got Concordia, who, you know, is, is getting a lot of love in the polls recently, and they beat the receiving votes Lords 10 to 8, further cementing their spot in the whack as a contender. And uh, again, that freshman keeps putting up great numbers. Yeah, definitely. He had another great game as well. Both goalies played outstanding in this one as well. Um, we saw Lords goalie a little bit more calm on the clear, so something I was glad to see. Um, but yeah, if it's a close game, it's hard to argue with Concordia having one of the better players on the field at all times. Yeah, and this is a matchup where in the past the edge was always kind of given to Lords, but it it seems like Concordia's turned that corner and has now kind of surpassed Lords maybe as a program. We'll we'll see. How, only time will tell, but it certainly feels that way. And moving on to this week, we've got a ton of games that we were going to mention, and it's a good week to be an NAI fan. We start off with Cumberlands against Tennessee Wesleyan, which has huge ramifications for the AAC standing. Yeah, that's a big one because Cumberlands has been reeling a little bit. They already have the one loss in AAC play to St. Andrews, so they really need to beat them. Really need to take the win over Tennessee Wesleyan, still having SCAD and Reinhardt remaining on the schedule there. Yeah, this is make it or break it for Cumberlands. If, if they don't beat Tennessee Wesleyan, then – it's going to, there's basically no shot of them making the postseason tournament. Next, we have William Penn versus Benedictine. This is another one of those where the KCAC, these are the fringe KCAC teams fighting for third place behind Columbia and St. Ambrose. And really, it's anyone's game. Yeah, this is going to be a very competitive game. I think these teams have different issues. When we look at Benedictine, it seems like Indiana Tech really exposed their D middies and somewhat their polls as well. And if you look at William Penn, at times their offense starts a little bit slow. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Staying in the KCAC, we've got uh, Columbia College against Ottawa. Ottawa, another one of those teams fighting for that third spot. And this is one where you, you have to expect Columbia to win, but it's a complete trap game in my opinion. Ottawa has shown throughout the year 
that they're very capable, you know, pushing Madonna for most of the game, losing by two goals. They've had other games where they, they've played fairly well. I mean, they're, they're the 10th team in the country for a reason. So I think this is 100% a trap game. If Columbia doesn't come out and play good lacrosse, uh, it could be a bad day for them. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I will say the Columbia defense is stout enough to probably limit the Ottawa offense. Um, to beat Columbia, I think you're going to need a full unit of six guys who can really put the ball in. And with Ottawa, I think they may have two or three. Okay. Then we have Madonna Aquinas, which this is really, we're waiting to see what Aquinas is all about. We've had very little opportunity to see them play. And this is one of the better matchups every year in the WAC. So I'm excited to see which, which Aquinas shows up. If Madonna keeps playing the way that they've been playing and uh, I'm very excited. Hopefully this one will be streamed. Yeah. And that should be a great one as well. We haven't really seen a lot of Aquinas yet. I'd say Madonna is more of the known product. The thing I'd say is surprisingly, I've been more impressed with Madonna's defense lately than I have their offense. They've been averaging each year around 10 to 12 goals, which isn't bad, but when you have the stars on offense that they have, you kind of expect maybe the 15 to 20 on any given day. Next up, we've got AAC Reinhardt against Cumberland's and, you know, Cumberland's already has that tough matchup earlier in the week with Tennessee Wesley, and then they get the honor of uh, playing the number one team in the country later in the week. So it, it'll be quite a week for, for the Patriots, but this is one that can basically, this, this week will decide their season. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I think if you're in a Cumberland's mindset, you definitely want to get the win over T-Dub out of the way. So therefore, I don't want to say you have nothing to lose against Reinhardt, but kind of playing with a little bit of house money there. Absolutely. And then last but not least, we've got William Penn against Ottawa. And this is one where William Penn can really make a statement by knocking off the 10 seed Ottawa. Yeah, that'll be another one to watch as well. I think William Penn's defense may have a little bit of trouble with a couple of the guys on Ottawa's offense. But overall, that could be one that's a trap game for Ottawa a little bit. 100%. No matter what happens, I mean, we've got multiple games each day for us to pay attention to. It's going to be a great week of lacrosse. Here's hoping that everyone live streams their games and that some of these games are, you know, after one o'clock in the middle of the week because we know the NAI is famous for those. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Sounds good, everybody. Stay tuned next week. uh, We will be running, you know, after next episode, we will be running our Player of the Month again. Sponsored by Level Lacrosse. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, give us a review, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Going Offsides.